Good morning, everyone. Yeah, my name is Jenna, and I lead the youth with Shelby. Uh, so, in the youth, we've been doing the series called Ordinary to Extraordinary, and Shelby actually concluded the series with the preach he just shared. And you can see Jesus as this epitome of what it means to be extraordinary. For my talk today, um, I drew a lot of inspiration from that Equip Week. Um, and the common theme or word that kept coming up was about listening. Um, and Craig's also been speaking about it these past few weeks. So we've been speaking about listening and that we have to do it and we need to take that next step. But my question is, how do we do it? Whether it be listening to God's word for the first time or tuning into it again. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a musician. And I thought, why not incorporate that into my message for you today? I find that having a tangible image just makes it better or easier to understand things. Um, so I'm especially going to be looking at it from a choir or choral uh, perspective. So when it came to naming this, the first thing I thought of was finding your song. And immediately I was like, okay, this is the problem. Everything is so me-centered. What's God's plan for me? What blessings are in store for me? What's God going to use me for? That's the issue. We need to start shifting our focus to God. So when it comes to singing God's song and that he has placed on our hearts, how, how do we do this? So it's different for all of us, and there's three main points I'm going to be looking around. So firstly, it's looking at finding his calling. Secondly, how are we able to shift through different seasons while still staying on track with his calling? And then lastly, finding his voice amidst the chaos and the noise. So the first point is looking at finding the melody or God's calling for you. We sang three songs, four songs this morning. Each of them had a distinct melody. We could pick up on what they were. We even sang two songs with the same name, but they had different melodies. When it comes in choir, when we learn a new song, learn a new melody, first we listen to it, then you learn it, and then you practice it over and over and over and over again. In the same way, when it comes to God's calling and his plan over our life, we have to hear it first. Then we need to start learning it, understanding it, refer to the Bible through prayer, and then practicing it. There's no point in knowing what it is and not implementing it in your life. Now, like life, music also has many mishaps. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to look at three types that can occur both on the stage and in life. Firstly, we have wrong chords. I don't know if you've ever been to a concert and they're playing and all of a sudden you just hear something that doesn't sound right and boom, head snaps to the side. In a similar way, we go through life with so many things happening around us, so many distractions. There's also people accomplishing other things that we're looking everywhere but where we're meant to be looking. And as a result, we can stop singing. We're not following this melody. We're not on this path that God has for us. Secondly, technical difficulties. I know the band can attest to this one. You can practice and prep as much as you want, as much as you can. Get to the day, get to the time. And like, I don't know, ESCOM hits and there's load shedding. System doesn't want to work. Everything's gone wrong. At the end of the day, there are things that are out of control. More than that, there are things that shouldn't be in our control because God has control over it. And we need to take comfort in that. And then lastly is wrong notes, whether it's um, like in a, in a band setting, someone's singing with you, someone's playing something on the piano, but it's not the note that they should be playing. As a musician, what you do is you start altering your note so it sounds better with theirs. In life, we start altering this plan that God gave us, this perfect plan that he gave us, 
to better fit with these earthly things. With all three that I've mentioned now, the main theme or the common thread is that we need to be so in tune with this melody that God has placed on our hearts that no matter what happens, distractions, technical difficulties, or wrong notes that are playing, we're able to stay true to this course. We don't waver and we don't stop singing. The second thing is looking at adapting to a key change or moving into a new season. So in music, we have different scales, which ultimately means that they each have their own notes, their own tones, specific um, lengths. In a similar way, we have different seasons in our life, different lengths, different tones. The thing with the key change is when the key changes, the notes have to change as well. The melody stays the same, but there's slight alterations so that there's no clash. In the same way, when we go into a new season, we have to have the shift of a mindset. See, the thing is, it's easy to want to stay in a current season because it's easy and it's comfortable. We don't want to take that next step into the uncertainty. But we need to remember that in Romans 12 verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Perhaps you're in a place right now where you feel like nothing fits and everything goes, is going wrong. Perhaps it's a thing of letting go of the past and moving into this new season. So the cool thing about music is that there's always a method behind the madness. When it comes to a key change, there's only certain keys you can go to. And as a musician, we take, we, I trust that so I don't worry about it. The same applies to our lives. God is intentional when he came up with all these plans for our lives. He knows exactly why he's doing things. So why are we asking why he's doing the things? When we come to a new season, it's not a thing of, why am I here now, God? It's like, okay, God, I'm here now. You have me. Let's do this. Then the last one is looking at navigating a cluster. So, or outside noise. To explain what a cluster is, that's ultimately just playing a lot of notes at the same time. To an unrefined ear, it sounds chaotic, but if you listen and listen and listen, it does become beautiful. To better explain it, um, I don't know if you've ever walked into a room and everyone's just having conversations amongst themselves, and you try to tune into just one conversation. It's quite challenging. <laughs> so in the sake of, of this metaphor that I'm sharing with us, we can see all these notes as many different voices that we encounter. Firstly, there's God's plan. This is the note, this is the voice, this is the word that we're trying to focus on. This is the main focus. Then there's our plan. So there's two forms or two notes if you want to look at like that. Firstly, sometimes unconsciously we're trying to pursue our own ambitions. We're straying off God's note, we're adding our own note there and it upsets the chord. The other one is that sometimes we're just spending so much time asking God, what must I do? God, what must I do? God, what must I do? That we don't leave enough time for silence, that we actually use our own voice to drown out God's voice. We're not going to hear what he said. I remember in grade one, we learned that our teacher took a whiteboard mark on the whiteboard and she wrote the word, listen. And then she took out the letters and rearranged it to make the word silent. You cannot listen without there being silence. Then there's Satan's temptations. The enemy is constantly trying to make us stray. And as shall be shared, we need to make sure we are living such lives that Satan won't bother trying to make us stray because it will be ineffective. And then lastly, there's earthly expectations. This can come in the form of trends and idols. And I mean, with all these three, um, 
other than God's plan, they come from all directions and it can become really hard to stay course. So the question is, why is it or how do we find ourselves in these clusters? Because the noise isn't there all the time. It can happen for two reasons. Firstly, because so many things are happening at the same time, you're going into a busy season, that all the other voices become louder, that you're struggling to find God's word again. On the other hand, it could be that you've strayed and now you're trying to come back. But because everything's just this blend of noise, you don't actually know what you need to be listening out for. So how do we navigate through this? How do we find our way back? In music, you just it's about unwavering confidence. You practice, you practice, you practice, you know the note. Um, and the thing is, if you hesitate, you're probably going to sing the wrong note and then the whole chord falls apart. In the same way of singing the note in your head, we need to find a new reliance when it comes to finding God's word again. And if we refer to Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. We need to be earnest in our seeking, and it's about seeking with our heart, this new reliance. Then I want to move to a point that I titled, Feeling the Music. So, cool, we've studied it, we now know it. The next step is to embrace it. So, we can see the sheet music that us fancy musicians read as instructions, and we have instructions like that. You know, we have the Bible, we can pray, and we can ask for guidance. Now, the thing is, if you focus too much on a single part of the music or of your life, you miss out on the bigger picture. So I had a choir concert last night, and we had our last rehearsal for that concert on Tuesday. And we've been practicing this whole year. It's the first concert I've had in two years for choir. And we've just been practicing bit by bit by bit. And on Tuesday, for the first time, we sang the songs through. After we sang the first song, our conductor made us sit. And he said, I can hear that you've only practiced these songs piece by piece. It doesn't sound like you know the entire picture. You don't know what it's supposed to sound like. Sometimes we're so consumed with planning and preparation that we miss moments and opportunities that God's provided for us. The thing about music is that you, um, sorry, next point now. Sorry, the thing about music is that you should not keep it to yourself. That's the beauty of the arts. And in Luke 8, 16 to 17, it says, No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Thing is, if our head is in the sheet music the whole time, we're being held back. And this um, is a nice way for me to launch into my final point. And this is looking at God as our conductor. So I made three observations, which I found very interesting, because I've been in choirs and orchestras for so long, but I've never seen this analogy. Firstly, oh, I should say, the conductor's the guy who stands in front with a fancy stick and waves it around. <laughs> so the first thing is that all eyes are on the conductor. All eyes are facing him, because he, he's the one who has everything in control. The same way, our eyes should constantly remain on Jesus. Secondly, the purpose of the conductor is more than waving a stick. It's about keeping us in time, and it's about giving us cues. 
So we're allowed to have our sheet music with us. We have our plan with us, but we need to spend most of the time looking up. Otherwise, we're going to miss the cues. The conductor tells us when to start singing, when to stop singing, when to go louder, when to go softer. But if my head is down the whole time, I'm not going to see those cues. In the same way, if we spend all our time obsessing over the plan, the plan, the plan, the plan, hey, you need to start doing the next thing. You're going to miss it from, from the Lord. We need to keep our eyes up. And then lastly, and most importantly, there's only one conductor. If we have to split focus more than one conductor, the music's going to become a mess. We need to hand over full control to the Lord. The cool thing is that he's a superconductor. He's not just in front of us. Yes, he goes before us, he's behind us, and he's with us at all times. Remember in Psalm 37, 23 to 24, it says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So I want you to ask yourselves, what resonated with you today? What stuck out to you? What did you identify with? And in the time of reflection, of, in the time of response, I want you to, to pray into one of them. Perhaps it's with finding the melody. Is it that you've not heard God's calling and for this week you're like, I'm going to spend a lot of effort and dedication and intentional time in finding that. Perhaps it's adapting to a key change. Is it that you need strength for an upcoming season Or do you need guidance to let go of a past season so that you can be in the current one the Lord has over your life? Maybe it has to do with navigating a cluster. Do you need to drown out and ignore the other noise? Or is it that you need to build that confidence so that no matter what happens, you always know what note to sing? Is it about feeling the music? We know our plan. We've um, practiced the plan. Now it's about embracing it. It's about implementing it. It's about showing it to everyone else. Or is it about God as our conductor? Do we need to hand over control? Or is it that we need to stop relying on our own strength? You see, God's plan for our lives is like a song. There are many movements, each with their own personalities, challenges or wildernesses, and highlights. Our role is to learn it, play it on repeat, and once we're comfortable singing it, sing it to the world. As songs are written to be heard and appreciated just as our Lord Jesus is.